Lord God, we do thank you. We give thanks to you for all things. We especially um, give thanks to you this past week. This past week of VBS, Lord, where we had the privilege of telling kids about you and sharing portions of your word with them. And now, Lord, as we'll spend some time this morning looking at some of those passages that we shared with the kids, and as we consider um, precious biblical truths, um, Lord, I pray that you would use these things that we encourage the kids in today. I pray that you would use these same truths of Scripture to encourage us and to strengthen our faith. Enable us through your spirit working in our lives to embrace these truths in the same way that we pray those young ones did this past week. Be pleased to do this, Lord, in our lives, we pray. Amen. Well, as we've made mention of several occasions, we had a a great week of VBS this past week. I think we had about 18 or so kids. It wasn't our biggest VBS that we've ever had, but still it was good. It was very good. We, we had a number of Newport kids present. We had several of our Newport teenagers helping out, and they were a great help to us. We had friends from Trinity Church and Union helping out, and some of them also brought their kids as well. Um, that included Ethan and Heather's sister-in-law, Kendall. She came. We had several of the Cords family grandchildren with us as well, and We even had a couple neighbor kids from the house just down the road here join us, and it was fun to get to know them and to be a blessing to them and they to us as well. And we also met a new friend, uh, Megan, and her children, Carter and Addie, and they're here worshiping with us today. So we had old friends with us, and we had new friends with us, all gathered around celebrating the timeless gospel of Jesus Christ. So it was a good week, and I I thought I would share with you some of our themes and some of the key passages of Scripture that we shared with the kids this past week, and I've got several of those printed out in your worship bulletin, and so if you would keep that handy and follow along throughout the message, that would be great. And again, as I prayed earlier, it's my prayer that, that we'll all embrace these truths that the kids were encouraged to do so this week. The title of our VBS this week was A Shelter in the Storm. And the primary memory verse that we shared with the kids was Psalm 46, 1 and 2. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. A passage goes on to say, Though the mountains may be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. God is our refuge. He's our help. He's where safety and blessing are found. These are are simple concepts, but oh, so very important biblical truths. For us all to embrace. We use this theme of a lighthouse throughout the week to, con- to convey the idea to the kids that there are dangers in the world. But God seeks to warn us about those dangers. And because He is good and because He loves us, He directs us. He leads us. 
to safety. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Throughout the week, we encourage the kids, and, and I'll encourage us today here as well, we, in, we encourage the kids to build their lives upon God's Word and upon certain biblical truths which we called foundation stones. And we have those displayed here in the sanctuary. And I know they may look like foundation clouds right now because I've got them taped up so that you can see them. But trust me, earlier in the week they were at the base of the lighthouse and they were indeed foundation stones. You know, Jesus encourages us all to build our lives on these truths. He does that in Matthew 7, saying, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the destruction, great was the fall of it. Our first foundation stone, our first foundational truth that we shared with the children this week was that God created the heavens and the earth. And He created them. The Lord has created us. And because the Lord's created us, He knows what's best for us. And He tells us what's best for our lives in His Word. And we need for Him to do that because often left on our own, we make bad choices. We make bad decisions. And that's what the second cornerstone was all about. That all people have broken God's commands. And we shared about how sin separates us from the blessings of God. And that the Bible tells us that the consequence of our sin is death and separation from God. But the Bible also tells us that the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. We shared with the children what we sang just a little bit ago. That though our sins are many, though our sins are great, God's mercy is more. We shared with the children Romans 5, 6, and 8 that while we were still weak at just the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. That God shows His love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. One of the ways that that God is our refuge and our help is that He sent His Son Jesus to die for us to pay our sin debt, to pay the death penalty that our sins deserve. He did that so that we might be saved, so that we might be redeemed, so that we might be rescued. Indeed, God is our refuge and our help. He is our Savior. He's our substitute, our Lord, our God, our Redeemer. We also shared with the children that God has given us promises and those promises can be trusted. That was our third cornerstone. 
Our third cornerstone, our third biblical truth on which we're to build our lives. And one of the promises of God is that if we trust in Him, He will direct our lives. Proverbs 3, 6, and 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not upon your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. He offers to be for us like this lighthouse, shining the way that we're to go to find safety and to find blessing. We also learn that that Jesus is the only way to God, our fourth cornerstone. And we shared with the kids the, the words of Jesus which we can trust We shared the words of Jesus that He spoke to His disciples the the night when He was betrayed, the night before He would go to the cross to pay the penalty for your sin and my sin. After He told the disciples that He would be leaving, leaving them, God's Word tells us that the disciples were distraught. They were troubled. And you remember those words of Jesus when He said to them, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. And then Jesus said to them, and you know to where I am going. But then one of the disciples, Thomas, said to him, But Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we get there? How can we know the way? And then you remember those words of Jesus when Jesus said, Thomas, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus tells us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. We've sinned against the Lord, but God's Word tells us that God so loved the world that He sent His one and only Son into the world so that whoever would believe upon Him would not perish, but would have eternal life. We encourage the children to see that Jesus is our refuge in the storms of life. He's the light that points the way to safety. He's safety personified. We shared with the children that account from Mark 4 of of Jesus calming the storm. You know that story is printed out there in your bulletin. Mark tells us about how one night Jesus was on the Sea of Galilee with His friends, with His disciples. And we're told in verse 37 of of that passage that a great windstorm arose. And the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And these men, so many of them fishermen, so many of them spending years of their life upon the waters, even they, they were were just gripped with a sense of great fear and distress. They wake Jesus and they say to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And then Mark says, Jesus then awoke and he rebuked the wind and the sea. And, it's, and he said, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased 
and there was a great calm. And he said to them, why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And then Mark goes on to say that that they were then filled with great fear. And they said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And we shared the answer to that question with these children this past week. Who is it that even the wind and the waves obey him? He's God. He's the one who created the wind. He's the one who created the waves. And He's the one who is able to command them even now. He's the one who Paul speaks of in Colossians chapter 1. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through Him and for Him. And He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the, be- he is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything He might be preeminent. For in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through Him to reconcile to Himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of His cross. And He's delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of His beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Jesus is the only way to God. And He promises to bring those who trust in Him to be where He is. And remember, we can trust in His promises. We shared with the children the fifth cornerstone that God's children children will enjoy Him forever in the new heavens and the new earth. We shared with the children that glorious passage from Revelation 21, which we've looked at several times this spring, where the Apostle John shares this vision of this glorious existence which awaits all those who find their refuge and their help in Jesus. John writes in Revelation 21, 1-5, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. And the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is now with man. He will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And death shall be no more. Neither shall there be any mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more. For the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Can you imagine what that will be like? It will be a remarkable existence. And that awaits Every man and woman, boy and girl who turns to Jesus and who receives Him 
as their refuge and as their help. So in light of all of these things, how then are we to live? Will we accept these core foundational truths of Scripture? We acknowledge that that God made the heavens and the earth and you. We acknowledge that because He's made us, He has the right to sovereignly rule over us. We acknowledge also that, that we haven't always done that and that we've rebelled and sinned against Him. And we trust in His promise of acceptance and pardon through faith in His Son, Jesus. And we do as we're called to do in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sins. And if you've already done that, we, we embrace the Christian's calling of Colossians 3.1-4. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things that are above, not the things that are here on earth. For you have died and your life is now hidden with God in Christ. And when Christ, who is your life, appears then you also will appear with Him in glory. Friends, Jesus is the only way to the Father. He's the way. He will guide you to safety. He's the truth. You can trust Him. And if you seek to make His words be the foundation of your life, He'll enable you to stand through the storms of life. And He is the life. And in Him is the place of all blessing. He gives to us, He says in in John 10, the abundant life. He leads us to green pastures. He leads us to still waters. He gives us rest for our weary souls. Jesus is our refuge. And we find our refuge in the cross. And we find our refuge in the empty tomb. That He's our refuge and that our refuge is in the cross is what we see displayed for us here in this meal that's been prepared for you. In this table, we're reminded from where it is that our help comes. In this table, we see what it costs the Lord to help us in the way in which we most needed for Him to help us. In this table we see 2 Corinthians 5.21 put on display that God made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. Let's prepare now as we prepare to come. Pray, let's pray now as we prepare to come to the table to find this refuge, to find this help that we need. Pray with me, please. Lord God, we do give thanks to you for your promise that you will be to us our refuge, our strength, our ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we need not fear. But Lord, if we are truthful, we must acknowledge that very often we do fear. 
We fear because there are dangers, there are trials, there are heartaches in this life. Show us the way, Lord, to find blessing even in the midst of storms. Give us faith to believe that because Jesus overcame, we will also be, over, be able to overcome. That's the promise of Scripture. And so we can trust it. Lord, may we trust that promise. May we trust every promise. Lord, we need for you to be our strength because we are often so very weak. Like those scared fishermen in the boat, we are often very fearful. Deliver us from our fears. We thank you that you are the God who is with us in the midst of the storm, in the midst of our fears. We thank you that you are the God who is able to say to the wind and the waves, peace, be still, and they obey. Lord God, speak to our troubled hearts and souls with those same words, peace, be still. Lord, we need your provision. We need your strength. Lord, one of the ways that you strengthen our faith is through this meal. Lord, we pray that you would take these common elements of bread and juice and set them apart for your holy purposes. Lord, strengthen our faith as we partake of this holy meal, we pray. Continue to pour out your spirit upon us. Strengthen us and enable us to stand. Enable us to, to weather the storms. Enable us to cling to you. How we thank you that you have promised that you cling to us and that you hold us in your hands and no one or no thing can ever take us from you. Lord God, bless us through this holy meal, we pray. Amen.